First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Rick E. Lewis in studio now. Rick, good morning. Good, good morning. Can we kill that clock in the in the back sure, there? Yeah. Because I'm getting some sound. And actually, Jeff, while you're doing that, can you see if, if you look on that IRE20? There's a little. There's that little switch. Switch it over for me. Okay, try it now. Okay, that um, sounds a little better. Yeah. That mic blows. I don't know why. Was that the suck knob that the sound guys use to make you sound better and worse? They like well, it. <laughs> this needed a little bit of a, a higher end sound. Uh, okay. This guy's arrogant. Hit the suck button. <laughs> this guy is really bombing. Turn it to 10, Scotty. I'm sorry. The mic, the mic doesn't work well. We're going to have to cancel the interview. Okay, so you had a chance to see it on Friday night. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, okay. I've, I, I've thought a lot about it. And this, this thing I read on the internet is the perfect explanation. They were talking about a movie, and the synopsis was about this teenage girl yeah. that goes to this place. She kills somebody. Meets three people, they go traveling together, and she kills somebody else. And I'm like, what movie is that? The Wizard of Oz. Mm. That's not the movie I remember. Okay, But I is see it untrue? Saying. That's an interesting... It's 100% true. Right. And as I watched it, I said, well, you know, I'm not saying I agree with every single thing they said in the film, but it made me think of things a lot different. And they were talking about the experience of the people that had went. And I realized all the people I know <laughs> that went were like the, what they described. Well, if you had a VIP pass or media and you could get backstage and you could hang out, you could go home and come back. Completely different experience than the people that were there. And that was those, the porta potties. That was their bathroom. It wasn't just, like, for me, okay, walking that's, uh, by. Okay, that's interesting. And, and yeah. it wasn't that I agreed in the way everything turned out, but I never actually thought that, yeah, that, I mean, a lot of people, hey, people pay a lot of money for the inconvenience of going camping and doing without I agree. Yeah. Right, right. You know? So, so and, and by the way, are you going off to a concert without money? You're going to have money. Yeah, come on. You, 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 it, oh, so the water's $4. Well, you could have bought one and then filled up that container. Fifty times there was water all over the place. Yeah. It's it's like that at any major event. How much does yeah. a beer cost at a game? Right, mm-hmm. right. You know. Well, this yeah. is twenty years ago, and water was four bucks. Wait, are you saying there was like a like a tap? People could just refill a bottle. There were places they could get water. Yeah, really? there were water yeah. places. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, to me, that takes away some some of the outrage. I think the outrage over the water was ridiculous. It was yeah. just an excuse. A lot I of think it was points. an excuse to, yeah. to. It's like I mean, listen, I I'm I just. I think that there were a lot. What I wrote in my piece is that they tried to blame, they tried to apply what happened back then to by today's standards. So with the angry white male thing, the the Me Too movement, and all these things. Let's not forget, and I know you got to be careful saying this, and I will be careful saying this. But are we surprised that uh, this, to me? To me, it was more, and I've been to, to spring break, uh, Daytona Beach, Fort Lauderdale, that sort of thing, where college kids get all amped up. They travel down. They're all together. The rules are basically uh, are gone. You're away from your parents. And, oh, add alcohol and drugs to the mix. And you've got, you've got, I, I was in, this was 1983, 84, I think, and, and we went down on a bus trip to, to Daytona Beach, 
when when we it was time for us to leave, the bus was waiting, but none of us could leave the hotel. You know why? Because police were there. Everyone was being interviewed on the way out. Before you could leave your room, you were being interviewed. Because people, kids in that building, destroyed the hotel. The sheetrock was ripped off the walls. Doors were off the hotel rooms. The elevator, the guts of the elevator, completely exposed because the sheetrock was ripped off. Who would do so? What animal would do such a thing? Was it because they were charging too much for water? No. It's because you put a group of college kids together, and they all get drunk, and they and, and crazy things happen. Yeah. And it starts with one guy kicking the wall, and there's a hole in the wall. Then somebody else walks by and says, "Hmm, let me pull on what's let me pull on the sheetrock," and they rip it off the wall, and it just got worse and worse. And it was crazy. That to me is what Woodstock was. Not some assessment on the social or, or on capitalism or on. Yeah. I, I just think it was. So blown out of proportion, so distorted and simplified, trying to say, well, this is what happened. Well, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of things it could have done. Rick, starting with a lineup, don't you think? Well, I think. <laughs> the lineup, what do you expect with that, that lineup? The lineup was not something that would be a love, peace, correct. tie-dye type that is of correct. Uh, list of acts. So, yeah, but, Jewel, but, you know, when Jewel was playing, maybe. Well, you know, that's when no, everybody went to go get water for four right. dollars. Right, when Jewel was playing, it was all peace, love, and you know what? Did you ever look at the lineup for the New Orleans Jazz Festival? They'll have headlining. Where's the jazz? Right, there's yeah. another. Yeah. And that's the same way as the yeah. Woodstock was. Where is this love, peace, peace, love music? It, it yeah. wasn't. It was just the name to get people. It in was the, the world. producers. You got to blame the producers on on this. They kind of knew what they were creating, or maybe they didn't. Maybe it was like, well, we can't get this band. These guys say they'll play. Let's just get them. There, at some point, you have to say, no, this doesn't fit the brand of what we're trying to do, and they didn't do that. You know, one of the things, I'm sorry, Rick, uh, one of the things I noticed in the trailer, I obviously have, have not seen the documentaries you guys have, was there was, was there a painting of a picture of this was inevitable, that this was going to happen no matter what? I will tell you that, uh, you know, at the time I worked at uh, Rock 107 and was in the same building as K-Rock, a lot of that music uh, was played on K-Rock at the time. And when the lineup came out, I remember everybody having a conversation in the in the common area. We're all just standing there, and, and the whole conversation was about, this is inevitable. This is going to go bad. This lineup, there is going to be violence. And, there, and, oh, by the way, you know, you send your daughter off to go, okay, go have fun at Woodstock. <laughs> and she strips down naked, gets drunk and high, and begins to crowd surf over these guys that are, like, in the mosh pit. There is no excuse for, for sexual assault, but I don't think you should be surprised of what that they're that you got a bunch of guys copping a feel. Should we be surprised? I understand what you're saying. I mean, all of this could have been prevented, but it, it, it just happened. But it's many things collectively that caused, in my opinion, that caused what happened. And I do agree with Griffo when he said that, you know, the reality is there were, uh, you know, the three days, everything, there was a lot of happy people right up until the very end. Well, and, uh, and I think that's really true. It's like the old saying, it's, it was wild and reckless. And it's a lot of fun until somebody loses an yeah, eye. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you bring up a very good point. We'll break and, and come back and talk on the other side of the break. But you bring up a really good point. Like, 
when I talk about going on Friday, we rode in the uh, Budweiser blimp and we watched uh, from over top. We got to see that. I broadcast live from, from there in one of the hangars on Friday. But on Saturday and Sunday, we were just concert goers and we went. But the beauty is when Saturday was over and we'd had enough, what did we do? We went home and we were in the comfort of our own home. Went back on Sunday and enjoyed till the uh, till the fires. But you're right. There are people there that it, it had the camping experience. And the other thing that I think they missed out on completely was having a plan to remove the sewer, the sewage. Yeah. There was, I mean, there were, Ugh. you've seen porta potties. When they, they showed pictures inside, and this might have been your footage, uh, Rick. No, I, I, I didn't do a lot of that kind of okay. stuff. He had other things to shoot. <laughs> yeah, Better right. things to shoot. I was going over the woman that was crowd surfing, and was, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I was yeah. getting that footage. But no listen problem. to me. They, you know how the, the, it'll have a toilet seat, and then there's the plastic hole yeah. um, that basically goes into the tank. Well, the sewage was right up to the toilet seat. And people are like, what are we supposed to do in there? I mean, and that those were their bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, there were there was video of the the sewage company taking some of it out, but it was there were just so many people they couldn't keep up with it. And so a lot of that mud was sewage. And these guys are like rubbing their faces in it. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it was fun when it was going on. I guess, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. It, looked like, it looked like war paint. Uh, not that I know. was doing that. Um, <laughs> All right, hold, hold tight. Rick's like, wait, that wasn't mud? Hold tight. We'll talk about all of this uh, on the other side of the break and your take. But if you've not seen it as of yet, it, it I don't, I, the one thing I don't think that it did was was portray our area as the, in a bad way like I thought they were going no, to. No, it wasn't even mentioned, really. Just, yeah, they really well, didn't. The, the area didn't play a role. And most of those people you saw were not even from here. Yeah, but the one place they did mention, the Woodstock Stockyard Inn in Rome. Oh, they the, did. The yeah. place that opens in the morning and closes at 5 o'clock. Oh, okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, hold tight.